It's Two Girls, One Broadcast. Hosted by Jack and Katie. In my mind, there was never a doubt that I was going to get better. You know what? Life is so short. You might as well just go ahead and do this and go for it. Be okay with disagreeing with each other. Yes. But understanding why everyone has different opinions. This is a podcast focusing on relationships, sex, wellness, and spirituality. Welcome back. You are here with Two Girls, One Broadcast. I am Katie. I am Jack. And I would just like to greet you guys with the most recent DM that I got. This is probably a throwback to episode two or three. It reads, remember when we put a vibrator in your butt. So welcome back. Happy Tuesday. <laughs> I was wondering what that message was. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the start of fall. <laughs> Cuffing season has arrived and I am like so uncuffed i was gonna say i'm not about to accept fall i'm in tank tops that has flowers on it and a mm -hmm. pair of shorts like i just cannot i know i did post a summer photo today because mm -hmm. i'm like it went by so fast yeah it was like a blink of the eye i know it's because of that damn quarantine but really life is weird yes <laughs> i have nothing is. else to say on <laughs> this matter okay fuck <laughs> so depressing um we are late. Oh, yes, we again. are late. Yeah. I was um, working night shifts. It's yeah. my B. We're just, you know what? No, it's it's just a straight up, we don't plan very well. So yeah. um, we have committed to each other that we are going to get a planner and we're going to plan out our content. Like a month at a time. Plan out our dates. Yeah, the things we're going to talk about. We heard you on our poll. You want some more crazy pants. So we're going to incorporate that in. Yeah, I think we are going to stick with the 30 to 45 minute range for uh, the length because it seems that's what people like. And it, it honestly does work better for us. I think we get more to the point. Yeah, quick and uh, dirty. Yeah, which is nice. So um, for Crazy Pants to be included, we have to kind of do it in a different way. So we have some plans, um, but we are committed to being more prompt with our episodes. But yes. I mean, technically we say they're out on Tuesday and it's still Tuesday. So yeah, so it's there you fine. Go. Get everything's off Monday. Fine. Yeah, everything's fine. <laughs> Just kidding. But yeah, I don't know what day it is any day as it is yeah so yeah your night shifts do really screw that up hey a little bit yeah a little bit a little bit mm -hmm. so what's new with you with me yeah oh god I don't know what is new with me I woke up the other day and had another like career brainwave oh yeah so I think yep. we're gonna go in another little different direction potentially <laughs> but involving it's still the, the previous same direction. yeah yeah it's still kind of the same just a little bit different for you yes yeah as I keep making these like very general statements and not actually saying anything I keep seeing messaging that's like hold your like ideas and your plans and your business stuff like close to the chest until you're ready to roll it out and I'm like this is probably wise yeah and I'm just I'm very much like that anyways because I don't like when people know that I've failed so <laughs> <laughs> That's how well, I do it. That makes sense too. <laughs> yeah. You know, Scorpio things. I don't know, man. What else is new? I don't know. We've just been, we've been chilling. Yeah. We've been binging Game of Thrones again. Yeah. Rewatching it. Can't pull it. us away from the TV. I know. It's nice watching it actually a second time through because yeah. I noticed things that I didn't notice the first time. Mm -hmm. Spoiler. Like this show's fucking years yeah, old. Yeah. If you so haven't watched you haven't it, watched that's your it. fault. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I'm still mad about the ending. But I'm paying yeah. attention to different things this time around. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe I'll be able to reconcile it a little bit more. It's so interesting because like while I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to happen. Oh, yeah, this happens. Mm -hmm. And like watching it with the boyfriend and he's like, oh, my God. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I can't tell you anything. Like he's like, does Jon Snow die? Does Jon Snow die? This is after he's already died and come back to life. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, 
uh-huh. I just want to tell him so badly he makes it all the way to the very end. I know. But I just like don't want to ruin it for him. I was literally at work and he texted us in the group chat. He's like, John Snow just died. Yeah. I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Good binge time. We also started watching Homeland, which Jack has watched before and I've yeah. never seen. And I had such insane dreams after watching it. My dreams lately have been like nuts. Yeah, and mine haven't really been. You should borrow this ring I have. Oh, yeah. I'm a little Fucking afraid. Cray cray. <laughs> you think that's what's causing it? I think it might be like contributing to it because I did notice my dreams got like crazy after I started wearing it. Mm-hmm. But I did like I, I recently made an intention to try and start lucid dreaming more, which is where like you can you recognize that you're in a dream and you can kind of control it. And then if you like wake up out of a dream, you can put yourself back to sleep and go back into it. So I lucid dreamed the other night and it was really like, I don't remember a lot of it, which I'm annoyed about, but I know there was a baby bear and it was like my baby bear mm-hmm. and I didn't have a good enough fence for him. And I woke up out of it and I was like, fuck no, I want to keep dreaming. So I like went back into it and I was able to like find where I was in this. It Like it looked like Canmore oh. and find my way back to the little baby bear. That's pretty sick. I've been it able to cool. do that a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. It's and wild. I think the more that you concentrate on it, the more that you can do it. So I'm like, I'm going to try and. Get back into this. Because I used to do it a lot when I was a kid. Yeah. I think you don't know what it is when you're a kid. You're like, yeah, what's I just, happening? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Let know, us we'll know see. if you guys have lucid dreams. Yeah. Always I'm always down to I'm hear always that. so interested mm-hmm. to hear. Yeah. It's so, so wild. Yeah. So speaking of like dreams and spiritual stuff, um, you had someone uh, help you with a visit. Yeah. So we are planning a crossover episode that you guys will hear next week mm-hmm. very exciting so i'm not going to spoil too much about who it is but um i've connected with one of the girls and we talk like all the time mm-hmm. and i got home from a night shift at like 3 30 in the morning and she had woken up like as i got home she woke up like mm-hmm. crazy timing so yeah. we were just like chatting um and we started talking about like dreams and like spirituality and stuff like that and uh she was like i can't like i can't go back to sleep like guides are keeping me up like so she like can speak to like people's guides like Mm -hmm. they come to her and she's able to communicate with them and I guess and I didn't like realize that at first we were kind of like talking about this just generally and I guess I had a guide that came to her and had a message for her Mm -hmm. which she said was really crazy because normally the spirits that come to her are like a female energy and this one was a male Mm -hmm. and I was instantly like it's probably my grandpa like that's just what always comes to me yeah Yeah. it's funny too because like your dad has this thing with butterflies and my mom also has this thing with butterflies. I think I've told the story before, but when I got married, um, a butterfly came and landed on my bouquet and it stayed there for like an hour. Yeah, it did not it move. Did. Yeah. And my mom mm-hmm. was like, oh, that's your grandpa. Mm-hmm. So that was just kind of what I felt. But yeah, I was like, I've been kind of like struggling recently with like some old patterns reoccurring mm-hmm. in terms of like relationships and just like my own behaviors, like just not being true to myself basically. And um, so she was like, this portion of your life is here to teach you the lesson it's the same thing that you've gone through multiple times but you need to learn the lesson now Mm. I was like I know this (laughs) and did you not I did you did yeah I did listen to my intuition and acted on it in a more timely manner than I used to yes so very very proud of you progress can't wait to go to therapy and tell her guess what happened (laughs) I love going to her and being like guess what I did without you (laughs) so I've made progress thanks For to sure. you she also I so I've always had this like it's I, I thought that it was like a premonition and I've always had this feeling like I know how I'm going to die 
and it's going to be very fast and sudden, like mm-hmm. a car crash or something. So I've been in a few car accidents and I'm always like, oh my God, it's happening again. But I was talking to her about this and I was kind of like, lately I've been feeling like it's not as much a premonition, it's like a memory, like from a past life. Um, and I brought that up to her like right before the guide came to her and he said, yes, that's true. So I was like, okay, so I don't have to worry about this. It's not like I've really been worrying about it. I'm like, I'm going to die when I'm going to die, but it's just kind of interesting. Cause once that kind of clicked into place in my mind, I was like, oh, this makes so much more sense. Yeah. That's just yeah. crazy. Yeah. It was so I'm glad, sweet. I'm glad that he visited. Yeah. It was yeah. very nice. It yes. was very helpful. It was so nice. really, really good timing. Like couldn't have been better. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, so good. Crazy times. Yeah. Do you have any dreams to share? No, none that I remember. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't been sleeping well, though. I have not. I've been up multiple times in the night. And most like of the time it's around 3.30. So it's I don't know. Fault. No, I don't think so. Unless I just like know that you're coming home and I want to make sure that I like hear your home safe. Yeah. Because I can be like that. But I, I know I was like that when you first started your night shifts mm-hmm. and then it went away. Maybe it's back. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I have not been. Interesting. Yeah. So tell hmm. us about your hinge. Oh yeah, God, what hinge updates do I have? Um I have I've been thinking a lot about dating in general. Okay. Like thoughts have been in my mind. Okay. If even if you don't believe that, there are thoughts in the spring. <laughs> um so I have this tendency in relationships to like meet someone and things seem to get very serious very quickly. And I know that for some people that works, but I am so fiercely independent especially at this stage in my life and I'm very like I've just I've been down that road before and it's never worked out well for me and like there's been so many times I've gotten in relationships with these people and I've been like I'm in love with them but I don't even really know them and then when things come up like after the whole honeymoon period is over and it just like the it's like they always say like you fall in love with the idea of a person more than the person itself and I think that I'm very guilty of doing this and I think that the men that I have dated have done this with me because when you meet me or like how I am with my friends like I'm I try to be like very open and I'm very like emotionally available Mm -hmm. and I don't mean to and I'm working on this also but I think that I take on like a bit of a therapist role in a lot of relationships because like I want people to be able to talk about what the, what's going on with them and like asking questions to kind of like help them find their way and like be supportive and all this kind of stuff so people like latch on to me very quickly mm-hmm. but then that it like it just turns out being toxic in the long run yeah so I'm like I don't really know how to do it but I think that I need to be very intentional the next time I choose to start dating somebody and go very slowly yeah, I think it's more like you can't really change who you are and how you are with people. And I don't yeah. think you should because I think those are a lot of great qualities that you have. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you purposely take on the role of therapist. I think people see that in you and they clom on to you because you are a warm, inviting, open ear and someone who has a lot of great advice to give and someone who's trustworthy and like I said, just warm, right? So people are more attracted to that. Yeah. So I think that piece, you may not really be able to change. You can see if somebody is choosing you maybe for that purpose. And then you can either set a boundary or you can say, no, this isn't the type of partner I'm looking for. Yeah. And just end it there. Um, But I think in regards to the types of guys, like I think you're already on the right direction yeah yeah to like knowing again like knowing your pattern Mm -hmm. and you ended that 
within, you know, a short amount of time, like about a week. Yeah. Right. Week and a half. So I think you already do kind of know yourself in that sense and you're trying to break it. Yeah. It's interesting. I think I'm just, you know, there's that saying that like, I'm very willing to like give people from my cup, Mm -hmm. but like, I feel like a lot of the time the people that I have chosen in the past haven't been people that are going to give back. Yeah. Me too. So yeah. And it's like out of any, all the guys that I've dated, only one of them I can say is an actual terrible human being. All the rest of them were honestly like great people. We just weren't yeah. right for each other. The timing wasn't right or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just interesting. I, th- I think that going forward, I need to be a lot more intentional about maybe not being so open right off the bat. I think you could be a know. little bit guarded. Yeah. And not in a bad way, but just a way to, I guess, avoid you being more open than the other person. That's actually, that's a good point right like it's not really because you don't want them to get to know you I think you're just going to slow down the process of of your openness you'll still be open I think just not to the extent that you are and like I mean I see you you meet people and you're like very quickly Mm -hmm. attracted to them if it's someone that you're attracted to it's it's very quick and so maybe that's something that you can look at and say like okay I am attracted to this person I like them Mm -hmm. but I'm going to make sure that I see them twice a week instead of do you know what I mean like there's little things I think you can do to be a little bit more guarded instead of like not sharing verbally how you're feeling because I think that piece of it is important Mm -hmm. it's like the physical presence Mm -hmm. I think especially with me because I do like I very much value my alone time and my independence so I let myself get into like god like the person that I dated after my marriage ended was super quick, super fast, moved in together really quickly. And all of a sudden one morning I woke up and I was like, I'm fucking stifled. Like Mm -hmm. I need to get out of here. I feel so trapped. Yeah. And this has also been like a common theme in all my relationships. I've ended up feeling very trapped. Well, I think you're also now very used to not having somebody that you have to Mm -hmm. like check in with and like see how they're doing. Like you've been very much focused on yourself, which is super important. And, Mm -hmm. you know, definitely continue doing that if that's something you feel like you need to do. But it is a big adjustment going from being that independent person mm-hmm. that only worries about themselves to being with somebody else and sharing that, right? Yeah, for sure. Like, I even do that now. Like, he'll be like, you know, you can just ask if you need my help. And I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> this independent over here has mm-hmm. to try. Because what if I, I always have this thought of like, what if I am alone? Mm-hmm. And like that is a possibility. Like, what if one day I am alone and I can't fucking open the pasta jar because I keep asking <laughs> my boyfriend to do it? Like, you know, something simple like that. It's true. Yeah, I think that I've gotten very used to being alone because mm-hmm. after that, like, I had a fairly long term relationship with the person I talked about who was like an emotional terrorist, and I was like, I knew that I needed to be alone for quite a while after that because it was just so damaging. Mm-hmm. I was single for a year, and I like dated and stuff like that, but I was, I think, I was choosing people that weren't going to be long-term partners. I was choosing people I could have fun with. I could be friends with, I could get like some of those needs met, but not, I wasn't looking for like that emotional connection. Mm -hmm. And then the next person that I did was long distance. Yeah. So really I've been like kind of on my own for like two years, Yep. which is interesting. Cause like I went straight from living with my parents to living with my ex-husband and then moved in very quickly with the next partner. Like I haven't had a lot of time to do this. So I think it's been very necessary and it's been a really good experience for me. Yeah. And yeah, I think I just need to find like that middle ground between like not being codependent or being like a punching bag and not being like 
completely emotionally walled off, like finding that happy medium. Mm-hmm. And like not everybody deserves my trust. Not everybody deserves like my emotional investment. No. So I think that that's something that I need to kind of be aware of to just not be like so all in so quickly. Yeah. Like picking and choosing. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And like there's something to be said for going slow. I'm just not good at it. It's weird because I've had like friends with benefits relationships and been fine at holding those boundaries. It's once it's like this dating thing and I actually like see a future with a person. I just kind of like fall over myself and all of a sudden I wake up one day and I'm like, motherfucker, how did I let this happen again? Yeah. Yeah. And I think the only way to prevent that from happening, because once you're in, you're in and you can't see that. Right. So the Mm -hmm. only way to see that is by talking about it now like we are. Yeah. And recognizing that this is a pattern essentially that you have and just knowing that consciously going into something the things you need to do to prevent that from happening yeah for Mm -hmm. sure I saw something the other day and it was about patterns repeating and how like if we have a negative pattern that's repeated in the past and we feel like we've learned from it and kind of overcome it and then it comes back again and you get so like down on yourself because you're like I thought that I had beaten this like I should be over this why is it happening again and it was like a repeating pattern might just be coming up to show you that like you have learned these skills. You do have this in you. Like now you can handle it with more grace. You can handle it with more gentleness on yourself. You can be stronger for yourself. Like all these things. So yeah, I'm trying not to like beat up on myself too much. So what, yeah. And you shouldn't. So what are some things that you have thought of or already have done, I guess, to start or continue breaking some patterns that you know are unhealthy for yourself? Um, Oh, interesting therapist jack over Mm -hmm. here i mean i think there's been a lot of like intention and thought around things but not i haven't been as good as that with the actions but i think that especially going into new relationships i need to be a lot more selfish with my time Mm -hmm. like just because somebody wants to see me every day doesn't mean that i have to see them every day um i'm mad i don't know this is so interesting okay i'm bookmarking this question because i really like this i'm gonna talk about (laughs) therapy in a week and a half (laughs) i like that okay Yeah, I mean, you know, the only way to really fix those things is to kind of sit down and you started journaling a little bit. So Mm -hmm. maybe encourage yourself to write down some of the things that you know about yourself that you've done that you think maybe need to be amended a little bit. Yeah. And write down how you are going to change those to make it for the better for you. So interesting because you're literally describing dialectal behavior therapy. It's <laughs> like very advanced positive therapy. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Therapist Jack. Okay. Yeah. Um, I do think that I need to be a lot more intentional and just checking in with myself a lot more because I am that kind of person that I like very much go with the flow. And then, like I said, I wake up one day and I'm like, oh, my God, what Mm -hmm. has happened? So Mm -hmm. I need to do more like self check ins and be very like present in myself. Yeah. So maybe like once a week, once you start seeing someone more seriously, maybe once a week, you need to have some like quiet time with yourself, like really even schedule it if you Mm -hmm. need to, because you like it's it's easy to not make time for the things that matter the most Mm -hmm. to yourself. So you can sit down and think about it. But then what your mind wanders onto something else or you get a message from someone and then quickly you're on your phone and you're completely distracted on what you're doing and you're not able to actually sit down and think about these patterns and things you need to change. So maybe Mm -hmm. once a week when you start seeing somebody new, you take that time, sit down and say, okay, these are the things that are going really well with me. These are the things that I should maybe change a little bit with me. Um, And then things that are going well as a partnership. 
right? Yeah. And things that need to change in a partnership. And then if it's something that is big enough to warrant a conversation with the other person, you can do that or right. you can keep it to yourself if it's not and you can keep a watch on it, right? Yeah, it's like this like orange flag, red flag thing. Mm-hmm. Like maybe this is an orange flag. I need to like flag it for the future but not bring it up mm-hmm. until like if it happens again or whatever or if it's like a red flag thing that needs to be addressed right now. Because yeah. you know that I'm bad at this. Like I will let little things slide mm-hmm. and then it's only until either somebody else brings it up to me or I like I'm sitting there thinking about it. And I'm like, Oh fuck, this is a pattern. And I'm like, man, I let this slide for like weeks or months or whatever. And now all of a sudden it's like, this is an ingrained part of the relationship, whether it's bad treatment or bad communication or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not, I'm really not good at catching stuff in the moment, but it's easy. Like I said, to not catch things in the moment when mm-hmm. you're in it. Right. So mm-hmm. taking that time to actually write it down yeah, exactly. is, is the difference I think than just thinking about it. Like there's a lot to be said about putting things on paper and seeing mm-hmm. it. It does help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially if you have like an anxious mind and you tend to circle in your brain, <laughs> it helps to just get it down on paper and just write something like a very cohesive, like list or whatever yeah. you have down there. It's easier to look. Yeah. And it doesn't it. have to be for anybody else. Yeah. Right. It's just more for you to kind of keep track on the things that you know about yourself Mm -hmm. and things you don't want to see in a partner. Right. Because maybe Mm -hmm. that person's also buying right into the fact that you want to see them all the time and Mm -hmm. they're very much here for it. And so you see each other all the time and nobody sees a problem with it until Mm -hmm. there's a problem. Well, this is the thing. I feel like almost every breakup that I've had, the other person has been so blindsided because I've seemed so amenable to how things are going the entire time that when I'm finally like, no, I'm actually not comfortable with this. They're like, well, why didn't you say anything it's over like, the well, last year and a half? Yeah, and it's I like, didn't realize. Because I, or, yeah, or yeah. like I wasn't being true to myself or I just let yeah. it go or here I am. I'm your doormat. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, we're not being doormats, okay? No it's more doormats. 20, it's fucking 2020, almost 2021. We're not doormatting. Right. Yes. No more doormat. Not flat enough. That was the worst joke I have ever oh, made on this podcast. Kind of a dad joke. God. Um. All right. On that note, I only have one new hinge rule for okay. for the the guys, and actually the girls kind of too. Okay. I haven't really been on dating apps lately, but I don't understand why men that are like twenty three and older are putting their Instagram handles on their dating apps. Mm-hmm. Because, like, especially with Hinge, and I think the other ones, I don't remember, you can link your Instagram. So if you want them to be able to see your pictures and see how cool you are and all the shit you do, you can just link it, and it shows up at the bottom of the app. How cool Why you are, are you putting your at? Like, I don't get it. It's And I've seen, like, 34-year-old men, their Instagram handle in there. I'm like, why? So you'd rather them just link it? Well, yeah, or just not at all. Like, my Instagram's not even linked. I'm like, you don't need to see me in a bathing suit. <laughs> I mean, that's true. I think people should leave some things to the imagination and you're obviously picking and choosing the photos you're putting on your profile. Yeah. I mean, I like seeing guys' Instagram just so I know that they're not a serial killer or like it's not a fake account, but I don't understand the whole like linking your at. But I think to me, it just looks like you're looking for people to just go and follow you. Well, maybe they are because I think there are people out there like that. Yeah, but it just it seems very sad to me for like a full ass grown up who works in like finance to do that. I'm like, you're not an influencer. You got 327 followers. Just cut it out. Like, I don't get it. It's just embarrassing. Okay, everyone. You heard it here first. <laughs> no adding your Instagram. At. Atting. Get your handle out. Yeah. Just keep it out. Ugh. You can share it within, like, the first two days of talking. Well, and that's the like, thing. If you're like, I never checked this app. Like, I'm better at checking my Instagram. Do you want to just, like, DM me? Totally fine with that. Yeah. Don't give me your fucking Snapchat. 
Oh my God. Drives me bonkers. I've talked about this before. I've gone on full ass rants. I will yeah. never give you my Snapchat. I don't have it. I don't know what Snapchat is. Fuck you. <laughs> dick pic city. Go away. Not even. It, and they won't even start with the dick pics. They'll start with like a towel photo where it's like pulled down suggestively. So you can see like the V. Ew. I'm like, uh, who are you? What, what are you doing? No, I'm not. No. Anyway, again, I'm, this is coming from a 30-year-old woman dating. It's probably would have been different when I was younger. It was different when I was younger. <laughs> yeah. It was. Things have changed. I'll never forget the guy. I talk about this guy on the podcast all the time. Like, all these. And, like, I literally slept with him for, like, months and months and months. And I just, like, say all the terrible things that he did. And I still slept with him. But he, um, we matched on a dating app. And I was on vacation. So, like, we weren't going to meet for, like, two weeks. But we were talking every day. And I was telling him about, like, how trash some of the guys are. And they ask for nudes right away and all this kind of stuff. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's disgusting. Blah, blah, blah. Literally within 12 hours, asked me for a nude. I fucking sent it. <laughs> full, a full nude with my face. Like, I was dumb. Oh, dumb. wow. Wow. Took me a long time to send nudes. Long. I long. will say. Like, I think I was like, don't quote me on this because I don't know if I said this on another episode or not. But I'm <laughs> pretty sure it was at least my mid-20s before I even considered yeah, me too, actually. I never sent nudes to my, like, long-term ex. No, no. Really. I think I sent him a photo once of, like, me in a corset. Yeah, I just never it. have. And then all of a sudden, I just decided that I would. But it was mm -hmm. never with, like, random people. Yeah, I'm much more um, picky. That was not, that was not a judgment on you. No, no, I'm it's okay. Like, I, yeah. How many people have pictures of my bobs and vagines? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, they're hot, also, so. we were talking the other day. I'm like fucking hate my snapchat memories because like i like looking at them for my actual memories but there's so many nudes in there yeah that pop up and then and what if someone's like, like sitting there watching your memories with you well yeah and then based on like when it comes up dated i know who i was sending it to which ex it was and i'm yeah. just like <laughs> <laughs> lovely anyway okay uh, i saw a tweet okay the other day and it okay. really made me think so i'm very curious to know therapist jack's like ideas on this because I'm, like, a little conflicted. So it was basically saying that, like, people now have kind of forgotten how to date for enjoyment. Like, when you think about dating, especially, like, when you're younger, it should be, like, for fun. Like, you're going out and meeting new people. You're having a conversation. You're going to new places. Like, you're just dating to enjoy another person. And whether or not it's going to be a long-term relationship, like, you should be able to do it with enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Um, so this person was basically like, you're analyzing every new person that you meet or go on a date with to see if they could be like long-term or like your future husband or wife or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I was like, it is interesting because I think that a lot of us do do that. Like we meet somebody and right off the bat, we're analyzing, like, are we a long-term fit? So mm -hmm. I'm curious your thoughts about this. Was there like, was there a thread underneath it of people? Um, yeah, there isn't a lot of people were in agreement, but I think that a lot of the people were younger. Okay. From what I was kind of gathering. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, like there's a lot of people that don't want to settle down too. Like they have no plans of giving up their independence and they just date for like enjoyment Sexy and companionship. Times. And yes. yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that I guess is first off is the most important thing. Like, you know, I think people should just do what's best for them. Um, but I guess, I don't know. This is kind of twofold. Like I do think mm -hmm. we should be doing both. Yeah. Like, I think it should start out as something fun. Mm -hmm. So you should just be enjoying getting to know the person. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about a timeline, but I'm thinking 
for me, within the first three months, you know for sure whether this person is going to be somebody long-term or not. And that mm-hmm. may even be too long. Like, it really depends on who you are and, and the, who the other person is. But Yeah, and if there's a ton of red flags in the first two weeks, you don't need to give them three months. Right, but. exactly. So, yeah, like saying you like this person, you're enjoying them. Mm-hmm. There are lots of great things that make you guys a fit. Give it three months, right? Like, something like that. And then you can see if that person is worth it to marry. I think at our age, yeah, we're not fucking around. And this and is kind of where problem. I was thinking so too. So I do think it should start out as something fun. Because otherwise you're putting too much pressure on yourself and the other person. Yeah. So yes, eventually you do want to know if they are your husband or not or wife or whatever, right? Like y- you do want to know that. But I think there should be that time where you're just having fun mm-hmm. and you know, as I was thinking about my answer to this, like, and I, and I don't want to use myself as an example, but like really the boyfriend and I, like, I wasn't thinking about that. Like I wasn't thinking about marrying him within the first two to three months. Like Mm -hmm. I knew when I loved him, I felt it. I said it right. Like these things just kind of happen. You feel them. And then once those things start to happen, for example, falling in love, you know that something more long-term is going to come out of it. And then from there, you're talking about values that you have, ways you want to raise kids, if you want to have kids, if you want to get married, if you don't want to get married, family, right? Like all of these things, they kind of just naturally happen. So yes, I do think people are missing out on the enjoyment of dating and that's why it's not really fun anymore. It's like, oh, I don't want to be on the dating apps because it's just like garbage. And I get that. It, Mm -hmm. It probably is. It's hard. You have to weed through a lot of people. But it should start out as something fun, in my opinion. And then from there, it should transition into deciding whether this person is someone you want to spend forever with. Yeah. I think that's something that I maybe kind of lost over the past couple of years. Because, I mean, like, my long-term, long-distance partner, Mm -hmm. like, we met and I was like, I am, like, in love with this person in, like, three days. Yep. Like, just problems in my brain. But, yeah, like... After I broke up with the emotional terrorist, mm-hmm. I was single for that year. I was dating for fun. I was like getting back in touch with myself. Like, and that was a really good time for me. And I think that if the right person had come along in that period of time, it would have worked mm-hmm. because I, I like, that's the thing too, is like when you go into it with this hard and fast, like intention, mm-hmm. like I'm dating to meet my husband. It's like, you're right. It's so much pressure. It is. And you know, as you were talking, I was thinking about people that I know, who don't want to have kids Mm -hmm. and they're on dating apps. And when they're on dating apps, the first thing they look for Mm -hmm. is if they have that, whether they want to have kids or not. Cause I know hinge shows that. Yeah. If you choose to show it. Yeah. So that's something that they automatically go to. And I guess in that sense, that makes sense. You haven't even spoken Mm -hmm. to this person yet. So fine. There are things that are deal breakers right off the bat. You might as well know before you even talk to them and that's fine. Yeah, I do like that. Yeah, and I don't think that takes the enjoyment out. I think that just makes sure that something very, very large, i.e. having kids, is not going to be a problem. So that's fine. And, like, you know, you can show whether you do drugs or not. Like, you can show it what your religion is. And, like, if those are things that are deal breakers for you, you see that, you don't even talk to them, fine. Yeah. And that doesn't – I don't think that takes the enjoyment out of it. But no, actually, once you actually start talking to somebody – And you know, I guess, those specific things off their profile, then you can talk. But Mm -hmm. yeah, like I get the whole deal breaker thing. But aside from that, I think it needs to be 
lighthearted and fun. Like, yeah. don't ask, don't fucking match with someone and ask them right away if they want to have kids. Yeah. Like, talk to them a little bit. Or start talking about everything that went wrong with your past relationship yeah. because you don't want to repeat it with this new person. Mm-hmm. Like, those are conversations that can definitely happen down the line. But, like, my God, the amount of people that I've had bring up topics like that, like, so, so quickly. Yeah. And I'm like, it makes me not want to... But that's the thing, right? Then it completely takes the enjoyment out. And like, yeah. like I said, I can see from their side why that would be important. And so mm-hmm. maybe here's a huge tip. If you don't want to have kids or you do, put it on your profile. Yeah. And have it visible. Yeah. And weed people out. Like, I don't see why you would leave that off. Like, to me, that yeah. is, that's, that's important. Yeah. Or like, if religion is important, you put that on there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, those are things that you can do right from the get-go and know. And then from there, it's fine. You don't yeah. really have to have that conversation until much later. And you already know. Yeah. It's like I've been weeding people out based on political ideology. I- exactly. And so Man, that's... Yeah. I went back through some of my matches I made when I was drunk a while ago. And I was like, where did all these conservatives come from? What the fuck was I doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, those things are important to you. So I get that. But... Once you know that stuff beforehand and and again, just going to repeat myself. I think it's important that if those are things that are important to people, which they should be, mm-hmm. you should be putting that on your profile and then you avoid even matching with them and having that problem. Yeah, it is helpful. I do. Yeah. I do enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. So well, was that good enough mm-hmm. of an answer? <laughs> oh, I did. I don't think I told you this. I have a friend at work mm-hmm. and we were talking a while ago because I told her that I broke up with my long distance boyfriend. I didn't tell people. I didn't tell a lot of people for like months because I was like, maybe we'll get back together. <laughs> um, but she was telling me she met her boyfriend on Tinder and they'd been going out for like quite a while and they were really serious. And she's like, dating apps do work. Like, don't give up on it. Blah, blah. I saw her this week mm-hmm. at work and she was like, oh, yeah, that day that we talked, he broke up with me that night. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, no. Terrible. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. I do know that people do have successful relationships off dating apps. It's just mm-hmm. like... Yeah, they do. And like, I've had lots of breakups that had nothing to do with dating apps. Like, I know. <laughs> it's just like, my God, it's so, so annoying. It is. I know. And like I said, you do have to weed. Oh, yeah. Lots of weeding happening and nobody fucking likes weeding. Like, real life weeding <laughs> or dating app weeding. Like, this it's is the true. least... This least is true. Yeah, least favorite thing to do. But it's something that has to be done. Mm-hmm. Right? I've started unmatching with people that double text me rudely like if you double text Uh, me and it's like funny like one guy double texted me he was like oh no did I lose you already I'm like okay that's funny but then I had a guy just send me like a bunch of question marks I was like thank you next yeah so fine that's fair Mm -hmm. and then you don't even have to engage in that and waste your time yeah no passive aggressiveness no absolutely little karmic bubble no thank you (laughs) (laughs) all right so it's Libra season yeah today yes the season started today and it goes till october, october 22nd. 22nd and guess what comes after Ooh. get into your bomb shelter <laughs> <laughs> okay we're not talking about scorpios today that'll be in a month <laughs> so i i'm like here for libra season i'm a libra mm-hmm. rising mm-hmm. so i very much identify with a lot of things that come with libra so like the sign of libra is the scales yep so libra is all about like balance, balance. and equilibrium yeah. and harmony and, like, I know for myself, I have very much found the Libra-esque-ness of me has made me want to play Switzerland a lot, especially when I was younger. Yeah. And I was hard, it was hard for me to take a side. It was hard for me to take, like, a hardline stance on anything. I, like, lived in that gray area. And I've definitely grown up and grown out of that a lot. Mm-hmm. But there are, like, some very beautiful things. Like, Libras are very good peacemakers. Yep. And they're very open to, like, seeing all sides of everybody's opinion. Mm-hmm. 
So, which is definitely you. Thank you. Yes. Oh, I wish I could see you. So, yeah. It's like anything, like with the shadow and the light side of stuff. I'm like, I need to not be two faced or like wishy washy or doormats. Mm-hmm. But it is a good thing, I think, to be like open minded and listen to everybody's opinions. Yeah. And in most situations. Yeah. No, for sure. And like when you're, you know, I, I don't think you really act like a doormat. I think you just you're kind of like me in the sense that you'll put up with a little more than you probably should mm-hmm. um, to hope for a favorable outcome. That doesn't usually happen. Yeah. And like, I mean, so Katie was having a conversation with somebody and trying to make a point um, without being completely blunt, which is definitely a characteristic of hers not so much of me which is see i appreciate <laughs> why we balance each other out a little bit but um i just finally said like there is at some point like when people aren't hearing what you're saying that you need to be more straightforward and to the point it doesn't have to be rude yeah and she was able to do that so i think like mm-hmm. that is a good sign of being balanced right being open to listening to what they have to say which you were even though he wasn't getting what you were trying to say and then you we're like, Hey, this is what you said to me. Like, I've heard what they had to say. Like, they're not hearing what I have to say. So what should I do? And I was like, it's time to be direct. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit direct. Right. And and that's just, that's the balance of life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not comfortable for me. I don't think it probably ever really will be. It's very hard for me to draw a line in the sand and it's very hard for me to like, especially in relationships, like to try to make a point or state a boundary it's always like, I will state my boundary. I'm not going to ever state like more of a boundary. It's not like, I'm not trying to debate with you about mm-hmm. something or like have a freaking well, boundaries aren't debatable. And that's the thing is I yeah. think that, and again, like most of the men that I think that I have chosen see my boundaries as debatable and they're not like, I'm not going to tell you I need this at 80% and have you barter me down to 60. Yeah. I'm telling you this and this is the boundary like it's not it's not up for discussion and I literally hate saying that to people like this isn't up for discussion but it's true this is my feelings Mm -hmm. on this matter this is what like I'm asking but this is new for you right and so of course it's going to be uncomfortable and I think at some point it will be a little less uncomfortable because you'll feel more confident in yourself yeah to just it's gotten easier there right and like that's the thing like it's not a line in the sand it's a line in concrete. Like it doesn't yeah. change, right? Like, Ooh, yeah. Wow. I love that. <laughs> oh my God. You should start like a poetry, like a Rupi Kaur page. I don't know oh no, name. she is uh, well above <laughs> anything I could ever. I like that though. It's a line in the concrete. Yeah. It's a concrete wall. Yeah. I mean, sand allows for the bartering. So yeah. that's all there is to it. Right. So Having that balance, I think, and listening to yourself, listening to your gut, always, always important. So that is Libra season in a nutshell, my friends. Mm -hmm. Yes. And we are done for today. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. Um, As always, like, we appreciate you. I I don't even, like, there's not even words to explain, Mm -hmm. like, our consistent listeners and you guys sharing and feedback. Yeah. And like giving us guests to come on and just getting Mm -hmm. all of those things that you know that we need to make this content good for you. 
because that's what it's all about. We enjoy doing this, but we need to have our listeners enjoy it as well. So keep that up for us and we'll keep it up for you. We have kind of told you our commitment. So we're going to work on that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And yeah, so I guess if you have anything specific that you want to hear for Crazy Pants, let us know. Yeah. Because there are, we were talking about this, like there's a lot of stuff that we've obviously had like direct experience with, whether it's ourselves or loved ones. So we can speak from experience, but there's lots of stuff that we don't. Yeah. And And so so we need to definitely know what we're talking about before we talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. So if there is something that you're interested in, let us know. And maybe we'll be able to speak from experience or maybe it's just something that we'll have to bring somebody else on or we'll Mm -hmm. have to do some more research into. But we're excited to get into that. Yeah. There's going to be. So, yeah, we'll have some trigger warnings on some future episodes, but I think it'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So make sure you follow us on Instagram if you're not at Two Girls One Broadcast and um, give us a like and a rating. We don't have enough ratings or enough yeah. likes. And we have some assholes that have brought us down to a four out of five, which is just. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to my ex. Okay. <laughs> Whoever it was. <laughs> fuck you. So, yeah. Uh, we love you guys. Yeah. Love you guys. Have a great week. Mm-hmm. Enjoy Libra season. And fall. Yes. Enjoy the sweater weather. I'm have wearing some one right pumpkin now. spice. I already had two. I hate it, but I, I am on board for all those basic beaches that want to have some pumpkin spice it's me i literally have like a pumpkin cinnamon candle in my room right now i just love this season so much it's my favorite okay we love you guys so much we will see you next tuesday bye tacos